0: Football, baby!
1: Welcome in! It is another episode of the Losing Sucks Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Blanton, along with my co-host, Travis Masterson. Travis, it is episode 75, we are coming in hot, heading into Thursday night football week 3, NFL action, we've got a hot, hot game against the, well, for the Steelers and the Browns that we're going to break down, talk a little bit of football, we have of course got our big picks this episode, we've got some things you need to see, some buy high, or buy low sell highs and then some guys are going to have to leave your roster. But first of all, how you doing? How you doing? Heading into week three You still feeling good. I'm excited. I wish it was Saturday night tonight.
0: Not that I like to skip Friday and all day Saturday because that's a fun time, but I'm very excited for week three and what we're going to see in the NFL. I think we're, we're finally getting a feel for what we can expect. We'll get into that tonight. Guys that have shocked us with how bad they have played guys yeah. that Are playing out of their mind that we should have seen coming um, or maybe one of us did Uh, you you made some some calls that were right and I don't have enough shares of certain guys we'll get there but sure yeah it's a it's a packed show and let's kick it off with Steelers versus Browns Dustin
1: yeah let's talk some Thursday night football we've got a an AFC North showdown these are typically pretty brutal you know, low-scoring events, lots of defense, lots of running the ball. That's kind of the identity of both of these teams. The Browns, of course, have the running back one in all of football heading into this game. The Steelers are looking to correct themselves heading out of a, a rough week, Two. Um, Travis, there are some interesting props out there right now, uh, especially with Devin Clowney out going to impact the – the productivity of the Steelers offense. So looking at these p- props, what do you see? Let's start at the quarterback position. Not a lot of passing yards expected in this game. Who do you expect to have a better game? What offense do you think is going to be you know, more productive? Or is there anything you're specifically looking for in this matchup? Um, Najee Harris, 52.5 rushing
0: yards, feels really low. I think if he is healthy and plays four quarters, it's really hard to imagine him not getting 15 yards a quarter. So I think Mm -hmm. Najee is a nice over there. Nick Chubb at 82 feels about right. A normal day for Nick Chubb right now feels around 100 yards. But um, Pittsburgh defense is is no slouch. Even with an injured TJ Watt, they're a good defense. They're stout against the run. Um, Amari Cooper, 51 yards. I like the over there. Just the eye test of Amari Cooper so far has, his connection with set has been plenty healthy. So he looks good. I wish I had a few shares of Amari. I kind of steered away. Kind of, we were, I think, and we can talk about Cleveland for a second. I think everybody preseason was, was very scared of what we were going to see from Cleveland, at least for the first 11 or 12 games without Watson. And Mm -hmm. it's been okay. It's not, it has definitely not been unwatchable
1: no no it's at times it's rough because jacoby Brissett is limited in a sense or in many senses but the the weapons you know like you said when cooper has the ball in his hands he looks fine he looks like someone who can produce for your team but yeah. i i think outside of cooper i don't like we just saw um donovan people's jones fall off the face of the earth last week so I don't think you're really going to be able to rely on much outside of Cooper and Chubb and Hunt, but everyone else um, you weren't really paying attention to anyway. Yeah. And then the, the line on the game, I think you said this already Cleveland's
0: four and a half point favorites right now. Um, I like the Steelers on that line. I don't think they, I don't think the Steelers lose this one. And if they do, it's certainly not by
1: more than a field goal. So Why I would the take Steelers pull us out. Yeah. I, I think the Steelers win this game. Interesting. Interesting. That's uh I I honestly have Cleveland in this. Right. It's in Cleveland. Within I a think. field goal? No. I think I think Cleveland wins it by a touchdown. All right. Yeah. Uh that's that's just me. That's just me. Maybe I like I'm it. wrong, but I, I think that I think I would take the the Cleveland the to, to beat the spread on that one. But the passing yards, before we move on, I think both of these guys projected to be under 200 yards. Like I said, it's going to be a running game. It's kind of the personality of these offenses. Najee Chubb, I feel good about Chubb. Najee hasn't looked incredible. That offensive line is pretty not great for yep. the Steelers. So honestly, I probably take the I probably take the over for Chubb as well for the for the rushing yards. He's at 82 and a half. Kareem Hunt over under sixty total yards. I could see going over. I could, I could definitely see going over for that. He's involved enough. I feel like
0: enough. that. Off- yeah, like like you just said. I feel like that offense needs Kareem Hunt to be involved and be effective to win mm-hmm. games. So, and they they know that. So they're gonna force touches to Kareem Hunt. Um, yeah. Would you start Kareem Hunt over a guy like Mooney or Lazard just on the spot in your flex?
1: Over Mooney, yes. For sure. Mooney is nowhere near my starting lineup. Okay. Um, For Lazard. Lazard, who does Green Bay play this year, this week? Tampa Bay. They have Tampa Bay. I am going to go with Hunt on that Okay.
0: One. All right. I like it. So, you've got Cleveland. I've got Pittsburgh. I think if Pittsburgh loses, it's less than a field goal or a field goal or less. Right. And offenses in general outside of the running backs, we're not super excited about but there's a lot Not of guys so that you're going to have to start. Pat Fryermuth has been, has been shockingly involved.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, Trubisky has targeted his tight end heavily in the past, so it doesn't shock me. So Tight end but, six uh, on the year. That's pretty good value. I think yeah, he was drafted I mean, around
0: 10, 10 or so.
1: You just need opportunities, you know, touchdowns and targets. That's really what it comes down to for the – for the tight end to be even, you know, tight end one, that's all you yeah. need. Any but, I week. mean,
0: three points away from, from being tight end three. So, he's he's right. right there with those elite guys right now, which is tight good window. value. I mean, I have a couple of, sure. of shares of Pat, and I'm happy with what he's given me so far, for sure. Yeah.
1: There's other guys that you're going to want to have shares of, though, this week, Travis, heading into week three. the w- Let's cover some guys that you need to see some things from them in uh you know this this pivotal week three where guys on your roster you're having to make some really tough decisions and you need to see them produce or need to see something from these guys all right i will start with
0: las vegas they need to show us what we expected them to be and that was in the city in sin city we were expecting this combo to be money It has not been. Derek Carr, this is for you. Show me the money! It is time. It is time to have that game. I called him my big pick of the week last week. He looked great through the first two quarters, and then Vegas did not show up for the second half. They need to change tables. The table has gone (laughs) cold since halftime. Change tables. They need to change the table that they're sitting at. They are at a cold table. Change dealers. Okay. They need to get everybody involved more Renfro more Adams more Waller more Jacobs this should be an offense that we see competing with the Chiefs and the Chargers as far as production weekly they have the weapons to do that why they haven't done it yet is frustrating I don't know exactly why but maybe week three third time's a charm I will be watching the Raiders very closely I want to see their best game of the year by far
1: I like it I like it um that's 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 a, that's a solid point, because the Raiders, they were one of the fantasy darlings coming into the season. A lot of weapons that are on a lot of rosters, and look, we, we have seen it already with Devontae Adams. Maybe he's not as golden guaranteed each and every week as he was with Aaron Rodgers, but we'll see. We'll see. The first thing that I want to see this week is this Dolphins versus Bills game. I mentioned it in the last show. This is a... I guess uh, a big storyline that we're going to be carrying throughout the season because we just saw a huge explosion of offense from the Miami Dolphins, um, or the Flying Fins rather. The flying fiends. And look, we've seen it. Is that an, uh Is that just a mirage? Is that just something that we're we're not really sure is real from Tua? Just a blip on the map, or can he keep this up? Because the Bills, we just saw them absolutely demolish what has been a pretty consistent team in the past in the Titans. So I what I'm going to see want to see from this Dolphins offense is can they really produce in the face of an actual top 5 defense? And truth be told, I think they can. I think the way that they want to play, you're going to have to come down in the box because they, they want to run the ball. Whether or not they're going to be successful is another thing, but they want to run the ball. The problem with that, Travis, is that the Bills defense isn't exactly the healthiest unit. They're just very talented and good. They're not healthy, and if they're going to have to play up and support the running game, that means it's going to be a little bit easier for these very, very fast and quick wide receivers to get over the top. So I they think are this, is, they are this is going to be a chess match and with how quick the the dolphins want to get the ball out i think there's a there's a chance that the bills see their first loss of the season in in this game
0: hot take of the show right there
1: we are 10 minutes in and i
0: can tell you that that will be the hot take of the show i think the bills roll the dolphins everybody eats humble pie ooh we need a side All bet right. on that one well no you're not saying that you think that will happen you think that they have a good chance to do that right
1: I like think out of 10 are you going to give them 4 I would yeah
0: I I give him a
1: forty percent chance to pull this off.
0: Wow. All right. Uh, number two for me is going to be will the real Joe Burrow please stand up? Joe Cool, Joey franchise. We need Joe to be himself to support Jamar Chase and Higgins and Boyd and Mix and the weapons are endless for him. Maybe it's a little bit of opening schedule. Maybe the O line's just not ready yet. Whatever the case is, Joe Burrow four picks through two weeks. Um, we know this team is loaded. People are not getting what they paid for to this point. Dustin so far, Jamar chase is the wide receiver 13 Higgins. I know he missed the first or half of week one, but wide receiver 35 burrow QB 11. All of these are well behind where they were drafted. Um, Mm -hmm. there will be a lot more Joe burrow later on in the show. So I will cut this one off, but we need to see the return of Joe cool.
1: I like that. I'm, I'm going to tag on to your Bengals pick by saying that what I'm looking for this week is the Bengals to bounce back. Look, we are we have the, the two teams in the NFL right now in this matchup that have thrown the ball the most in the NFL. The Jets are number one and the Bengals are number two. This could make for a big fantasy matchup. Neither of these defensive defenses have shown us anything in terms of being able to shut people down and stop people from scoring. There's been mistakes. There's been mistake, um, mistake, you know, late in football all over the place. Joe Burrow has not looked sharp. You know, Jamar chase, every time he starts the ball has looked fine. But the Bengal, or the the Jets, on the other hand, have shown that they're willing to just chuck it deep. And Joe Flacco's out there saying, "Look, I haven't had a job in a few years. Okay, I don't want to go back to working at Kmart. So he's got
0: nothing to lose. Joe Flacco's fun. He to really watch doesn't, right
1: now. you know. And he's going to go home. He's gonna he's gonna you know eat dinner with Zach Wilson's mom, and <laughs> it's going to be just a, a a nice nice time for him. But I'm looking for the Bengals to bounce back. You know, right. that's I like that's. It. That's what I'm going to, to tack on to that. Is a little what's bit the
0: more. A little more Bengals to come. TJ Hawkinson is my final of the 3 that I will be watching closely this week. Has anybody seen TJ Hawkinson? We've watched I know I I've watched a lot of Lions so far because of DeAndre Swift and Amonra, and TJ Hawkinson is invisible. Yes, he has 7 targets in each game but that has produced 5.8 and 4.1 points in half PPR. That's atrocious. That is tight in 22 so far for somebody that has been drafted or that was drafted tight ends, uh, around five to seven somewhere in that window. That has not been fun. Mm -hmm. We need to find TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson needs to find the ball and find the end zone and become a part of this offense. The lions are fun this year. Like, Dan Campbell has people on board with this team and somewhere along the way, TJ Hawkinson and the hype around him all off season being that top five guy has completely disappeared.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a fair point. Uh, you know, they've, they've, I've heard him talked about throughout the industry this week about how. Everybody thought when T.J. Hawkinson came back, he was going to be that that same top option, and he you know he was the reason that we can't really count on Amon Ra and all that other good stuff. And now we're seeing that T.J. Hawkinson is just another second option tight end. He's he's kind of below you know Dallas Goddard. He you know he's in that you know maybe he can have a touchdown and have a you know a really nice week. So I, I agree with that. That's that's a really good one. You need to see something from him to feel better about where you drafted him because right now in the awful treacherous landscape that is the tight end position, he's kind of just looking like a muddled tight end. He's not really yeah. doing anything to stand out. So I agree. I've got one other guy that I want to bring up in at the end of the guys we want to watch for week three, and that's Cam Akers. So that Cam is- Akers is a guy that I really want to see how this progresses because he went from having three, t- or, yeah, three carries in week one to having 15 in week two and look he wasn't exactly lighting the world on fire but he did show that he can be a part of this offense if given the opportunity so cam Akers is a guy that i want to watch against the arizona cardinals i don't we'll talk about that matchup later in the show but i think that the rams are going to have no problem moving the ball it's a matter of who they want moving the ball for them so will it be henderson or will it be Akers? i'm excited to find out
0: yeah, I, I would love to see Akers get another fifteen touches and turn it into an eighty yard day instead of forty five, but he yeah. looked he looked fine against Atlanta. There were a few plays that I saw today when I was rewatching that were minus four, minus five yard plays where the, the O line just got blown up and that turned to sixty I think it was a sixty yard day at one point or really close to it. Just, he had he had three or four huge loss plays that were not his fault. Um yeah that kind of derailed that day, but he looked good to the eye. That's
1: solid. I I like that. Um, Let's move on though. Let's move on to a a favorite segment of mine. The guys that you want to buy low on heading into, heading into the uh, third week of the NFL season. Some guys that have gone off to some slow starts are these guys that we want to buy low on or, are these guys that we're not interested in? I love that we have Bob Barker on the <laughs> the graphic here today. That is a nice surprise, Travis. Thank you for including the legend himself. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, these, the first just, guy.
1: Just to piggyback, the, the, the concept
0: today of this segment is these guys are down. They have hurt you. They have brought you pain. And yes, while there is hurt and disappointment, they are not dead yet do not think that they're dead do not write them off in fact we want you to buy the price is right right now for these guys Gary I think this is a good time
1: for reflection and for prayer coach I'm hurt I ain't dead first on our list this week Travis is Dalvin Cook the fantasy superstar himself he is a guy that you and I have talked about Ad nauseum throughout our fantasy career, he was my darling. I let him go. You won a championship with him. It's history. No longer needed to talk about <laughs> on the apparently show. Apparently not. <laughs> I've I, look. I've moved on. I don't Clearly. even care. Clearly. I don't even care. Anyway, Dalvin Cook. Right now, he's at the running back twenty-eight. Are you buying low on this guy? I am buying low on Dalvin Cook, and I bought low on Dalvin
0: Cook past tense three hours ago. I will read you the trade real quick i moved out lamar jackson miles sanders and christian kirk to receive jalen hurts dalvin cook and chris olave it was a little bit of a polarizing trade a lot of people after a day like a lamar just had it's Big hard names. to move on that's when but you move them though that's what we mean by buy low um for example i think lamar jackson and and jalen hurts are pretty much a wash christian kirk over olave right now for sure but the difference in dalvin cook rest of season and miles sanders rest of season is enormous i think it's it, it could be as big as 12 to 15 spots in the finishing ranks so wow that's what you can get right now you can go get dalvin cook from a team that's struggling if they're 0 2 or or even maybe 1 and 1 and they're hurting at another position, Dalvin Cook is is hurting them at running back, give him give that owner somebody like Miles Sanders that has produced that is a top 15 guy so far and try to buy low on Dalvin Cook. So yes, I am in.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm also in. If you can get a discount on him if someone's willing to let go of him and they believe that, you know, he's not going to bounce back or whatever the case may be there, that they are low on him. I uh, I think so, because in the next two weeks, he's got two juicy matchups. You know, he's got Detroit in week three. He does face New Orleans in New Orleans in week four. But then he has Chicago in week five. That. That's two out of three weeks that are just juicy, juicy matchups. For so, sure. yes, I am going to buy Dalvin Cook this week if I can. Another big-name running back who hasn't lived up to his draft capital yet, Austin Eckler, running back 16. I am a fan of Eckler while there's a discount because he has the Jags, then the Texans. And if you can get him right now before week three, if before he plays his game, I think that that is probably the best play there, if there's a discount at all. Granted, the first two guys on our on our list aren't exactly guys we're saying you can get for nothing. Right. That's not that's not the call. It's you can get them for cheaper than what they're going to produce. And it's probably and, the
0: last time you can get Austin Eckler.
1: It's possible. For after sure. The, that,
0: after the Jags and Texans, it's going to be so much harder.
1: Yeah, I think. I think that's going to be a couple matchups where people can fall back on. Well, Austin Eckler had two big games. I'm not going to let him go. So right. before he does that, hop on that train.
0: All right. DJ Moore, wide receiver, 40 currently. I still have faith in DJ Moore. It. I put a question mark next to my yes here because <laughs> the question is, why do I still have faith? There is no reason to believe that DJ Moore will finish as a top 15 receiver. There is. I almost feel like there's no path for that to be a reality, given their quarterback situation. But the reason why he's on the list is because he's currently wide receiver 40, and I would be okay packaging a couple of guys in that 25 to 30 range and going to get DJ
1: Moore. Ah, oh, man. I mean, that's where it's tough for me because you you look at guys in the 25 to 30 range, and you're still talking about you know, on on the year, you know Courtland Sutton, you know, uh, or he's he's wide receiver twenty, but twenty five thirty. Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans, Jacoby Myers, Marquise Brown, you know, guys with similar upside. I mean, Jacoby Myers, sure, can you package something together with him? Probably, you know, like a Terry McLaurin and Jacoby Myers. Are you gonna trade like both of those guys for DJ Moore? To me, no. I mean, can you? Maybe if you could turn like an Elijah Moore, still get some some name value, but even then, like it, who can you realistically you know trade for or trade him for, trade for him with? There we go, got it out. But I'm just I'm I'm looking around and the guys in that area. Even Deontay Johnson, currently he's the wide receiver thirty six. I think I'd rather have him than than uh, DJ Moore. I think I'd rather have Brandon Cooks than DJ Moore. Wow, It's tough. He's it's tough out there quick right now. Then. Yeah, because it's not so much that, like, his finish may be higher than where, you know, obviously I, I expect him to finish higher than wide receiver 40. Yeah. But his, his stealing in that offense, it has not looked like the traditional Carolina Panthers, you know, Christian McCaffrey is the engine that runs this offense, and there's a bunch of these red zone opportunities and big plays. We haven't seen that. Yeah, you know, Baker, I hope that... I hope
0: that you are wrong, but I'm starting as you make this argument, I'm starting to think DJ Moore as a top 24 is going to be not a be long tough. shot, but it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be tough. He's going to be right around that area. Probably he'll have a few big games, but right, his lows I mean, are going to be low and very that low. is what hurts you.
1: And all wide receivers are inconsistent, you know, but. I'm changing mine to a
0: no on the spot.
1: (laughs) Wow, all right. Hey, you know what? Stay fluid with the process. Yep. Him and Robbie Anderson, though, are very similar in target volume so far. And we've seen this dichotomy before in the past where Robbie Anderson is the favorite of the quarterback and DJ Moore, albeit probably the more talented wide receiver, isn't the, the favorite. And there's nothing we can do there. There's just, unfortunately, they have to try and win games. And if the quarterback's not thrown into DJ Moore as much you know, there's nothing we can do. You just mentioned another guy, uh, in the, in the beginning of the show. Uh, but the next wide receiver we want to talk about is the wide receiver 35 and that's T Higgins. You know, someone who, if you can trade D- DJ Moore and a piece for T Higgins, I'm 110% doing it, Travis, because we just mentioned in the show, um, when we were breaking down the Bengals and the jets matchup, that the Bengals have thrown it, the second most amount in the NFL so far, and yeah. I I don't think that's going to stop. I think that's they have the weapons for it. They have the 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 position uh, skill guys for it. They have the quarterback to do it. All of it. Like you have a great offense that's started off slow. They're not going to be the you know one of the least efficient offenses in the league for the entire year. I expect them to get into middle. Uh, you know. Um, they're going to get into regular season shape. They're going to play like we've seen them play. And I expect T Higgins to vastly improve on his wide receiver 35 rank right now.
0: Yeah. I, the reason why I put him on here is because I wanted to compare him to guys like Michael Pittman, Mike Williams, Mike Evans. He was drafted probably over all of those guys.
1: Oh, I don't think so.
0: Maybe not Michael Pittman. I feel like he T. Was, Higgins same
1: round he was, I he think he was going after them. He was going he was going after Mike Evans. Mike Evans was around the two three turn. Uh Michael Pittman was in the third round. Mike Williams was probably going right around T. Higgins, maybe even a little bit before. Um
0: I feel like they were all around the same round. They're probably right
1: in the same round. That third round, fourth round. But um yeah, T. Higgins. Uh yeah, that's right. You, okay. Are, so
0: yeah, so like Michael Pittman was 33rd T Higgins I mean um sure. was 11th T Higgins was 13th Mike Williams was 17th um yeah.
1: but what are you are you looking to buy low on him right like
0: now? like Keenan Allen like those type of guys would you just stick with T Higgins or would if somebody offered you Michael Pittman for your T Higgins are you taking it
1: no no okay I'm gonna I'll take T Higgins
0: okay so yeah he's he's locked and loaded still as a top yeah, 12 he's a top 15 guy. guy yeah okay for sure
1: for sure CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver 46. This, this one's polarizing. This one's polarizing for me, for sure. It is for the Dak injury, but we are already
0: at week three. It feels like a long time ago that Dak hurt his thumb. It could be another two to three weeks. I don't think it will be more than three. Yeah. When Dak comes back, CD could be CeeDee. So at wide receiver 46, he's not going to be valued at that because of his name. But in the, sure. in the list of guys we just talked about, would you move... D.J. Moore and Curtis Samuel, or D.J. Moore and Terry McLaurin? Would you accept C.D. Lamb for that, or are you keeping the guys that are healthy now and producing with their quarterback right now? Um, man, or does it depend know, on your record? If you're two and O, you kind of want to buy low.
1: Yeah. If if I'm two and O, if I can get C.D. Lamb in a discount shirt, sure. like a, you just mentioned, D.J. Moore and another piece, absolutely. Like, okay, would I trade like um? I'm trying to think, like, like yeah, a perfect example, like you just said. Would I trade DJ Moore and like Devonta Smith for CD Lamb? Those guys last week, you know, finished right on the uh, each side of CD Lamb. I would trade both of them for CD Lamb. You would take the CD side of. I would take the CD Lamb. I would take the yeah, uh, like like Allen Robinson just had an improved game last week. Uh, Maybe you know Allen Robinson for CD Lamb right now. Maybe they need. The production, and you know the Rams have a good matchup coming up, so maybe that's someone you look at and and move for. But okay, again, so yeah, in redraft, even in redraft, you're buying low if your record allows for it. For CD, if Lane. your record allows, he's not someone. Look, the re... I put no on our sheet that I'm not looking to, to buy for him because if I can afford to, sure. If yeah. if you know if I'm gonna only if, really if I'm two and out because. CD had has had a decent game he, like I said he was wide receiver 29 last week and he needs to do a lot more to produce at a, what you're going to have to pay for him like you said the name value is still there for him Dak isn't guaranteed to come back in the next 3 weeks you know yeah, we've true. heard we've heard Jerry Jones say oh he'll be back in week 4 yeah <laughs> Trust whatever what Jerry, Jerry says <laughs> yeah he, yeah he'll find someone to agree with him but yeah. CD does not have an easy schedule. Um, you know, it, it it's not gonna be just all roses. He just had a tough game last week, but now he faces the Giants. They're not a slouch in pasty Washington. It's a divisional game, so really, really, do you ever really know? And then he has to go up against Jalen Ramsey in in Los, in Los Angeles. So I'm just I'm not I'm. If anything, I may be more inclined to wait a few weeks then go after CD what doesn't matter like even when Dak comes back are you really going to just automatically jump back in the faith wagon on 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 Dak Prescott and the CD connection when we didn't see it in week one when Dak was presumably healthy there's still lots of questions with this team so yeah I need to see a lot from the Cowboys before I dive into their number one option all right last two of what we're calling the big fish tonight are Najee Harris
0: and Leonard Fournette you are not buying either. Um, I am staying away from Najee as well. I think Najee is a ticking time bomb right now, and sure, I just I, I cannot see him finishing the season healthy, and I don't want to buy right now at the even if at a little bit of a discounted price because he still has a name value, kind of like CD Leonard Fournette, yeah. currently RB sixteen. The reason why he's on the sheet, the reason why I say yes, he's a buy low, is because. I would move guys that are currently ahead of him. I would package them for Leonard Fournette, such as, Miles Sanders, Antonio Gibson, um, James Robinson, Kareem Hunt. If you can package that one of those guys and a, a mid-level receiver or a couple of those guys for Leonard Fournette, I would still do it. You have that you are out on buying Leonard Fournette at a discount. Why is that?
1: So. Leonard Fournette has a good schedule coming up. It's not necessarily about the schedule or the team. It's, it's more so I have questions about him. And you see, I, I'm i spooked a little bit you know, with, with Leonard Fournette because he, we were seeing that he's having to take some time off, some maintenance days. He's got a hamstring now. Given how much I'm going to have to trade for him, how likely is it that this questionable now every tuesday every wednesday turns into okay doubtful now he's doubtful for friday you know now he's not practicing now you have to play the maybe game that's not the stress i want (laughs) you know each and every week he has top five upside you know each week he also has a this guy is not playing because we need to rest him for the next week and then his hamstring affects him in that game, and then he only plays half the game. I don't like projecting injury, but we're seeing him be questionable. So you think he's a, he's a time bomb, kind of like Najee? I worry about it. Think I worry about the the health and the, the fortitude of, of Fournette. So that's why I'm out. Do uh, your uh, 100
0: guys. shares of Rashad White affect your view here?
1: Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I don't Look, don't worry about the insurance policies I've taken okay? Oh, I do. I watch everything. <laughs> all right, that's it for the big the big fish. We
0: will make the medium-sized fish segment much quicker. Uh just a quick yes or no if you are are Perfect. looking into buying at their discounted price. Brandon sure. Cooks, currently wide receiver 39.
1: Absolutely. I'm in on Brandon
0: Cooks. I'm in Travis Etienne 36.
1: Yes, I would 100% go in for Travis Etienne right now.
0: Still buying? Okay, Rashad Penny is currently RB52. Are you looking into buying him at a discount? Not at all. Staying away? I am a maybe on Penny. If I can get him for really cheap, I will before this Atlanta. I will definitely kind of kick the tires before Atlanta this weekend. If he doesn't do it versus Atlanta, I don't care how cheap. Rashad Penny's toast. Alan Lazard only played one game, but it was a fairly quiet game, given that Mm -hmm. he scored... All of his points on a touchdown. So, yeah, are you looking into buying Lazard for cheap?
1: Yeah, he got a little bit banged up early in that game. And they're taking it easy on him. So, yeah, Alan Lazard, I'm buying him. Okay, I'm, I'm
0: with you. Next one, Darnell Mooney is currently, and I am not no stuttering chance. when I say, wide receiver 131 on the season. I did I... not even know that 130 other receivers have already played in two weeks. But they have.
1: What? Darnell Mooney, currently wide receiver one (sighs) thirty-one. All right, Travis, I gotta do it with with Darnell Mooney right now. I gotta do it. (laughs) It was it was a long time coming. I guess two weeks. No. Oh, what could have been? Even a Bears fan. Maybe your maybe your Bears fandom is blinding you. Just what could have been what could have I been I feel like he's so
0: cheap you can he's very get him cheap and see because
1: remember when we all just kept talking ourselves back into Allen robinson last year like yes he's gotta come back he's got it he's got he's that good this isn't quite that oh, bad this but, hurts like he they're they just this offense i'm worried that they're not going to give any confidence to to the the quarterback position and they're just not going to throw it
0: Okay, this is going to come back up here in about 10 minutes in our later sections, but I am starting right. Darnell Mooney everywhere I have him. Oh, wow. All right. If there is not a clear better option, if I'm on the fence whatsoever, Darnell is getting the nod in week three Oof. against Houston. We will come back to Darnell Mooney. The last two, DK Metcalf. I hope I'm wrong.
1: I hope I'm wrong.
0: I hope you are too. <laughs> Metcalf at wide receiver 72. Obviously he's better than seventy
1: two, but are you buying Metcalf at a discount or afraid of the name value price? No, I'm not I'm not gonna go after DK Metcalf. That offense doesn't they had a big surge against Russ because it was in Seattle and lots of emotions, but he didn't have a great game then. Yeah. I don't see he's he's not gonna be consistent. He's gonna be a boom bust, mostly bust, and I think I'm staying away.
0: All right, finally, Brandon Ayuk, we are both in on I believe. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah. For the sure. Jimmy G return has brought life to brandon Ayuk. i think he starts to get it going now is the time to go buy Ayuk for cheap for
1: sure i would i would before he pops off all right the other side of it dustin lead us all into right. cells guys we are going to sell high on and we are pretty sure that they're not going to keep up what they've been doing yeah <laughs> i like it you don't have to go home but you got to but... get the hell out of here i love it i love it man um, you got a quote up here about success. It's from Bill Gates. I like it. Yes. Uh, success, is not, uh, success is a menace. It fools smart people into thinking
0: that they can't lose.
1: Bill Gates. I like that. I like that. You've got a couple guys that we are going to have to talk about right now. Um, this is going to get a little heated because that quote, I feel like,
0: directly applies to number one, Curtis Samuel, your current wide receiver, nine. Mm-hmm. And Christian Kirk, your current wide receiver seven. I like Christian Kirk. He is bawling out. Is he wide yes, receiver he seven good? I don't think he can continue it. That's why right. I put the He's quote up like there. He's more like wide receiver five. I think he. <laughs> I think Curtis Samuel and Christian Kirk are my two biggest sells of the week. Those guys. Anytime somebody's in the top ten after a couple weeks, and you can sell them
1: with that attached to their name, you're going to get value you should not be getting. Um. So one, I don't know that they necessarily have the, the name value yet to get you a top guy. So they're currently, if you can sell someone based on like, if you can sell Curtis Samuel for uh, who, who is someone you would try to target? Um, you know, Curtis Curtis Samuel. Samuel and James Robinson for Dalvin cook. Yeah. See, I wouldn't do that. Like I still wouldn't do that. Like, you would I, keep I, the two. Yeah, I mean...
0: Curtis Samuel and James Dalvin Connor Dalvin about
1: to smash, so...
0: Curtis Samuel sure. and James Connor for Austin Eckler.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would right. Do that.
0: Right, so the, those are our, our buy guys earlier, and these are guys that I'm saying sell high. If you throw Christian Kirk in a deal, like the deal I just showed earlier. Sure. To, to get I, Dalvin I... Cook, I threw Christian Kirk in there, and he was like, deal, done.
1: Yeah, I mean... So that that one's more about trade off. I was talking about like one for one, like you're talking about like packaging him um, in, in a like deal Christian Kirk or Cortland Sutton. Personally, I'm probably sticking with Kirk. Wow! Uh, I, look, man, I went and watched this offense. You accident. freaking love the Jaguars. I love the Jaguars. <laughs> That's what it is. I look. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like the, they remind me of the lions, and I just love the lions so much. But this. Wow. This, look. I guess I have to really take a step back and think about what I just said because Christian Kirk, I love Christian Kirk, but Cortland Sutton may be the only wide receiver they had to throw to on that team. So um, there's a, there's a possibility. I don't want to play both sides of the fence, so I'm gonna stay bold here and go with Christian Kirk over Cortland Sutton. It's not like I have Cortland Sutton down in the the dungeons and there's there's no way he can produce. That's not what I'm saying. But where Christian do you think Kirk,
0: Christian Kirk's value is after on the I road it, at LA and on the road in Philly?
1: That look, I think against <laughs> the Chargers, I think you're gonna see some things for this offense. I think this offense is going to have to show itself. And I think, look, I I think the Jaguars are good. I think they're going to play, you know, well, they've played Washington and Indy. Yes,
0: they have. Yes, they have current wins and former wins is all they've (laughs) had to face. Now they get at chargers at Mm -hmm. Philly Christian Kirk versus well, who's the shutdown corner for the, the chargers. Chargers, uh, they have JC filthy. Jackson.
1: Yep, they have yep, they have JC
0: Jackson, Derwin James, good. Roman out there. Yeah, I don't think we see we do not see a top ten, a top fifteen finish from Christian Kirk this week, and then you get the Darius Slay treatment next week. Christian Kirk is outside my top fifteen or twenty back to back weeks
1: coming up. Okay, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it, yeah, but I think I think season long, I think he'll be fine. But so you'd rather son. hang
0: on to him than sell him.
1: Yeah, I probably okay. I'm probably not selling Christian Kirk right now. Okay. Um but um All right, so you got Curtis Samuel, Christian Kirk. My guys that I want to talk about, Antonio Gibson right now at the running back 11. There is trouble down the road for him. He is going to look in my opinion, I think he's losing this job here shortly. And right now at the running back 11, he didn't look all that great in their their re- most recent matchup. So I'm looking I'm looking to sell. I'm looking to, to get rid of Antonio Gibson, selling the name value. Um if you can get um you know a, a guy that like let me throw out some names. So I would sell I'd try to get Miles Sanders for Antonio Gibson. I would try to go get David Montgomery for Antonio Gibson. You know, I would I would even really consider packaging him and, and going and getting someone like Oh goodness. Looking around, if you can AJ get up Dillon. to Joe Mixon. AJ Dillon, mm, yes, because I think he's going to be involved. But Kareem Hunt, I just Kareem Hunt mm, close. It'd be close. Okay. I've them I'll probably have them pretty close. Um, but I just so don't think the, the realistically for he's around 20, not the 10-11 area. Correct. Yeah, he's probably going to be closer to 20-25. I and mean, when Brian okay. Robinson comes back, when Brian Robinson comes back and I think we're Look, all it's going to take is one game where Brian Robinson starts getting the goal line carries for his value to absolutely plummet because okay. he's not going to have the valuable touches. And then you have to question what his role is. It's what we talked about prior to the season.
0: It's scary. Yeah, before before he got uh, shot in the leg, Brian Robinson was winning that job, apparently. And yeah, I am a huge Antonio Gibson guy, but I think you're right. I think it's very almost yeah. um, scary how game script dependent Antonio Gibson is and I hate it, but this is a team that that is going to be coming from behind a lot. And that does not suit him. Well, no,
1: you have to ask yourself how badly did we want Antonio Gibson to be the bell cow? Yes. And how, how much is that affecting what we're actually expecting? So the next guy is having no problem finding fantasy points. He's the running back one on the season so far. And that's Nick Chubb. Now, the whole reason I bring this up is because we actually had someone with their crystal ball on this show. Tell us about, you know, this happening for Nick Chubb, how Nick Chubb is going to absolutely demolish people the first half of the season. And, um, that's what he's doing. He's, like I said, he's a running back one, But Travis. My question is how long do you wait? Like, do you, do you try to get, you know, a couple pieces that could help your team? Because when we, I think it was when we talked to Andy Behrens that Nick Chubb is set up to fall apart. Is, is it Andy Behrens? Who did we talk to? I want to go back and it find was Andy him. or Scott. It was one of two. Um, okay, your to answer your question. How well, you long know what? It might have been Alex Dunlap. Now that I'm thinking about it, it might have been uh, Dunlap. Yeah, he was in that two weeks for sure. But anyway, the whole moral of the story is is that. Nick Chubb was going to have a very good start to the season, but the back half of the season, he has a very, very difficult season um, ahead of him. He's got, you know, games. uh, I'll have to pull up the schedule, but I know he's got Tampa Bay in there. Um, The division is tough.
0: Here is what I think. Your your question is, how long do you wait? Right. Personally, I go down with the ship if Nick Chubb starts to to sink it because. When you watch them play, he is everything, and he is fed, and he is effective. This is the best version of Nick Chubb we've ever seen. I don't want to miss out on what could be a, a 2021 Jonathan Taylor-type season. I think that's what we're getting from Nick Chubb based on what we've seen and what my eyes are telling me. But that's my point.
1: Like, that's Regardless my point. of
0: matchup, I think. No, like, but that's year, what I'm you Taylor saying, though. We're, Jonathan Taylor we're for two
1: weeks into the season and people can already see that. Oh, well, I don't want to miss out on a Jonathan Taylor type season? Sell on that, sell on that because he's not going to be the wide, the running back one for every week. He's it been the running back be, one for two weeks. It would
0: have to be an offer that I absolutely cannot turn. Exactly. Down. That's
1: what I'm but saying. I'm not like,
0: actively looking to move. You just
1: Nick mentioned Chubb. Dalvin cook as someone we're buying. Go get Dalvin cook and a decent piece for Nick Chubb. I'm not doing it. You're not going to do it. What kind of decent piece? I, let's let's look at some wide receivers. What do you need? Do you need a wide receiver? Do you think you can go get Dalvin Cook? Oh, let's let's take a look. Can you get Dalvin Cook and Terry McLaurin? Can not you get doing Dalvin it. Cook. You're not doing it.
0: No, it would have to be a top twelve receiver with Dalvin oh, Cook right now.
1: I see. I don't even think you need like, T Higgins. T Higgins and Dalvin Cook. That you know? I, yeah, that's a top twelve receiver. Christian Kirk and Dalvin Cook. No way like it. rashad bateman maybe you know you go get rashad bateman and and uh and dalvin Cook. it look, depends all... i would
0: have to really
1: need that de- like, other piece but like like the, if the mindset the receiver, mindset right sure. here though the mindset is are are dalvin cook and nick chubb that different like yes are, right are, now how how are they that different because of their week two production we we don't we, we're not we just we didn't just look at the schedule for dalvin cook and, and say two of the next three weeks he's gonna smash we, i think what we are when we're looking at dalvin cook i I think
0: yes he's a top five level running back we've seen it for years this is right. a new system this is a pass first system Nick Chubb sure. is if they can run the ball every play they will and they have been smashing heads doing so they're running it their rushing yes. attack is the best in the league i think it continues to do that um, All right, so I, Cleveland... What you're saying is, is sell high because the back half of the schedule is tough.
1: Wait until then. Don't do it yet. No, dude. No, what I'm, what I'm saying is, is that Cleveland has faced Carolina and the Jets. Right. Like, two of the stone worst teams. Like, Carolina Panthers are the fourth worst against the running back right now. Like, and the Jets are one of the worst as well. Like... That is why that that was the whole argument is that that is why he's gonna have a great you know start to the season. Like my 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 thing is is like we expect him now to like he's up here you know he's way yes. up here. Is his value gonna get more? No, he, he's
0: already the running back one. You, I don't think you have to sell just because his value is at high. If somebody no, gives you something like you can get equivalent exactly.
1: Be, we've already said that Dalvin Cook is gonna have you know similar value in the next few weeks. So if if we really believe that Dalvin Cook is going to have similar uh, value in the next few weeks, and you can get an extra valuable piece like T Higgins or Rashad Bateman, something like that, or even like go fill up another position I would definitely of consider need. it. I would definitely consider it, but I that's what I'm I would is
0: really need to sure. start that second piece. If it's like. Oh, yeah. I'm deep at receiver, but I can add Bateman and I'll use him as a flex. No, if you're I'm not doing
1: somehow that. Travis, if you're somehow Owen two right now and you have, or one and one or something like that, and you have Nick Chubb, are you trading him for another piece that you need help that, that that's going to bring you over the top? If I like, can't I would. find
0: any other way then sure. I'm right. very I, reluctant I, to move Chubb. I think I, after I you hear think he what goes, you said he's going over 82 tomorrow. That's Pittsburgh. I think he's going to have doesn't a great game. not get a week. whole lot harder than that.
1: But what I'm saying is after this week, because uh, this is going to come out tomorrow, it's going to be hard to pull off a deal before the game. So you're already three weeks in. Okay. The season is like w- the narrative that we're going to keep beating the drum to is that Nick Chubb is not going to be the the running back one every single week. He, if he can get to you know another top five week this week, you need to sell him. Like because he wait. does not, he does not wait. catch the ball. I'm gonna put know? him
0: on. I'll put him on the sell high sheet after okay. week four. I think he. Okay. I think he has a, a good day against Pittsburgh. I think he destroys Atlanta week four, and then before Chargers, Patriots, Baltimore, Cincy by week, yes. then you can move him. Use <sighs> him for two more. Goodness. If you're zero two, you need him the next two weeks.
1: I agree. I agree. Yeah. It, it, wait a couple. It's,
0: We'll revisit Nick Chubb after week four.
1: Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Big picks of the week time. Travis, this is my favorite part of the week where we get to make our picks, You know, call out the guy that we think is going to have a big week five points over his projected score in week three. Hit me with your quarterback because it seems to be we are on the – the same team this ent- this whole matchup. We are this <laughs> is this is who we're on this whole week. Um
0: let me preface this real quick by saying so far we have absolutely sucked at making yeah. big picks. Yeah. I think between really the have. two of us out of 16 total picks, we may have hit on three. Four? I think, yeah, I think or you four. you went two and I went two. So Yeah.
1: Rough. 25% <laughs> it's hit
0: tough. chance on the players we're about to say. <laughs> So Joe, Burrow we'll versus, <laughs> Joe Burrow versus the Jets. Everybody fully healthy. Hopefully, for the whole game this time, for the first time, uh, this is a what we call a get-right game for the passing offense. I think Joe Burrow versus the Jets in Cincy, back in the jungle, goes for 350 with three touchdowns and zero interceptions
1: after having four Ooh. through two weeks. I like the call. I like the call. That is that matchup we're gonna have that's gonna be front and center on the TV oh yeah sure Uh, my big pick of the week is my favorite quarterback I guess uh, nowadays (laughs) it is Trevor for your favorite team Trevor Lawrence against the Chargers now you're probably thinking Dustin what the hell is going on he's facing the Chargers they're a great defense exactly exactly they're a great team they're a great offense which means that the Jaguars are going to have to pass now Dustin We've talked, you've said it yourself. You want teams that want to pass, not teams that have to pass. I can see Travis shaking his head. At, I can't it, believe it, you're telling people to start T-Law on the road
0: against that Chargers defense. I can't I'm believe telling what you telling you to
1: start. I'm telling you to start. I'll even tell you to start Travis Etienne as well. Because they're going to have to keep up. Your, Trevor Lawrence has looked a lot better. This week or this year than he has last year. He's actually in the hands of a capable coach. He's got weapons. This offense is a quick hitting offense. It's they they could stretch you horizontally or horizontally. Horizontal. <laughs> That's <a laughs> nice horizontally. new. Horizontally. Horizontally. They're going to have to
0: stretch the Chargers horizontally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I like Trevor Lawrence this week. He's got the rushing upside as well. The Chargers are middle pack middle-of-the-pack defense in terms of fantasy points allowed. And here's an interesting note um, in terms of comparability. Trevor Lawrence is 0-9 on the road in his career so far. He'll try what to get his first. What this you're is doing
0: a... here, what you're telling me, logically what I am deducting from this argument is mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne and Christian Kirk – are must starts every single week no matter what. If you're no, telling I'm people that. that he's your start of the week on the road at Chargers, no, that's then not when is saying. he not an automatic start?
1: What did I just say? Look, the Chargers are a middle of the pack team against the quarterback for fantasy. I think Travis Etienne also has not been used the way that he's going to need to be used in this game because they're going okay. to be trailing that's and fair. he's gonna have more receiving work. Christian Kirk, I'm not saying he's gonna be my start of the week, but I like him this week um, because I think, like I said, he's gonna see a bunch of targets. He's their target leader through throughout um, the first two weeks, yeah. and he seems to be a favorite. I like the way this this offense is run. They're quick hitting. They're they're not really gonna be as affected um, by the pass rush as much. Don't get me wrong. That pass rush that pass rush for the Chargers is great, but Trevor Lawrence can also run. I'm just saying it's not going to be an absolute blowout. You don't have to avoid the Jaguars just because they're playing the chargers. I like Trevor Lawrence this week. That's why I'm not saying he's going to be the best quarterback this week. I'm saying he's going to beat his projection by five points.
0: Okay. All right, moving on running backs, Leonard Fournette for me with no Mike Evans, no Chris Godwin. They started the season against Dallas and new Orleans. Those are very stout defenses. They are both strong against the run David Montgomery just went for 15 carries, 122 yards on this defense. Um, He's the only buck that I want this week, and I think that he gives Green Bay 100 yards and a score. Projection, 110 yards and a score for Leonard Fournette, total yards.
1: I like that. I like that. The Packers, for whatever reason, have struggled to stop the run. Yep. Um you know who also struggled to top the uh, to stop the run Travis is the Houston Texans and they also happen to be facing my running back big pick of the week David Montgomery. Now this team has looked awful through the air, but David Montgomery has looked magical on the ground. He yep. makes guys miss. He makes the graphic that I had put up last episode about, you know, that that famous comparison to Saquon and Barry Sanders and all this other good stuff, he, he has looked great um, on the ground. And I expect him to have a big game because, one, he's necessary, and, two, he's talented. So David Montgomery, he's, I think he's going to go for you know 80 yards at least, and I think he's going to have another 25 to 30 through the air, and I think he's gonna also, he can also score in this game as well. So David right. Montgomery going to outperform his projection by five points this week.
0: I like it. I'm gonna switch up the order here. Oh, I'm going with my tight end. Then you can go, tight end and receiver. And I will finish it with a special receiver tonight. Oh um, boy, Tyler oh, Conklin wow. is my tight end start of the week at home Love versus this. the Bengals. I need this. Actually, this. I think they're on the road. I think they're they're at Cincy. 16 targets through two weeks for Conklin. This was definitely an Alex Dunlap call. Uh, grabbed yep. Conklin everywhere I could late in the preseason I expect the Jets to be playing catch up from the start as we think Cincy will be hot my projection for Conklin in this come from behind game is five catches 50 yards and a score he's a nice red zone target so I think those 16 targets through two weeks continue he gets seven or eight targets it'll lead to 50 and a score
1: I like that. That's a good call. He's Mr. Necessary in that offense, and he he is always on the field for them, and he's a safety blanket. So that's what you want in your tight end if you don't have one of the top guys. Speaking of necessary, this guy has seen more volume than I expected. Some would say he is a workhorse, Travis. He is my tight end big pick of the week, the original workhorse tight end, Tyler Higby. He is... Through two weeks, seeing an astounding 20 targets. And Maybe he's got- <laughs> I was a year early on Tyler Higby. I love it. I love it. <laughs> he now faces an Arizona defense that has given up the most touchdowns to the tight end position so far through two weeks. The Rams should have no problem moving the ball, and Arizona is a perfect matchup to be surrendering points to the tight end position that needs touchdowns to be relevant. I expect Ty- Tyler Higbee to have a top 10 tight end performance this week and get into the end zone to make your roster just a little bit better. So Tyler Higbee, my nice. tight end big pick of the week. Moving on to my wide receiver to give you the glory of you know the surprise <laughs> pick at the end. Amon Ra Saint Brown, he is so hot. He's so hot, and uh, you know, Amon-Ra so Saint Brown, he was my big pick last week,
0: and yeah. it worked out to the tune of wide receiver three. You right. say I'm going Amon Ra again? Where I'm from right. in Canada, we call that back to back. Got the drink and me going bad to bet. Oh my god. Going bad to bet.
1: You know what? <laughs> We got it up here. We might as well use We got it up here. Yeah, Drake from Canada. Thank you. Um, I'm in Ross St. Brown versus Minnesota. He, the Flames continue for this guy. He's seen this. Um, Minnesota, however this is possible, Have seen the sixth fewest targets um, for the wide receiver but have somehow given up the 10th most yards to the position. Make it make sense. Um, the breakout continues. And Amon Ross St. Brown is going to make Minnesota look silly this week. Um, he's going to go for another 80 yards. He's going to score again. You're going to be really happy with how it turns out. Detroit rolls in Minnesota.
0: All right. The moment everybody's been waiting for. They're going to be so disappointed. But the final minute of the show oh, is going to be about Darnell Mooney returning wow. to the moon. The ship is back on track this week versus Houston Michael Pittman versus Houston week one goes 9 for 121 in a score Cortland Sutton week 2 versus Houston goes 7 for 122 in a score the Bears absolutely have to start throwing the ball or it is going to get very frustrating for those fans and those players 11 pass attempts after an 18 pass attempt week that is not going to work Darnell Mooney Pays off his draft draft price and more week three. I am saying he continues the streak, makes it three in a row against Houston for wide receiver ones, going 100 yards and a score. Darnell Mooney should be in your lineup. If you can find a way to get him in, you will be happy. If you
1: are not, I will be the first to own it on Tuesday. You're telling these people they need to take some Pepto-Bismol. Before That's exactly right. Look, there's, just my, I, don't, how should I react to that? What the hell is even that? <laughs> Darnell Mooney? Yes, like, Dustin. Darnell
0: Mooney. You're, I understand. Here, it's the Texans. If, if if he does not go for 100 in a score, and I'm saying holy if he, cow, if he goes for 99 in a score, you get to start Tuesday's show just ripping me to shreds. I'm
1: telling you right now, that's <sighs> okay. how confident I am. bring us home Dustin. I mean, that's gonna, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a way to end the show. I mean, we're heading into week three, lots of bold takes, lots of uh, the Mooney. You're yeah. You're gonna, yeah. We've got some stuff to talk about heading into (laughs) week three. I'm looking forward to Tuesday's show. Uh, make sure you, um, get in touch with us on Twitter. We're at losing sucks. You can send us your questions. Start, sit with the like. We're more than happy to answer them. Uh, make sure you're, uh, make sure you're listening or and following us on uh, YouTube as well. Subscribe, um, hit the bell icon so you know when we are live and we post new videos. And make sure you check us out on our website over at LosingSucksFantasy.com. Remember, losing sucks. Don't do it.